Thank you for tuning in to the Fly Mastery Podcast, where our goal is to provide tools, resources, and insights that empowers driven individuals to become the masters of their financial independence journey. I'm Peter Donisanu, and in today's podcast, we're going to talk about the three-legged stool of retirement. Now, this metaphor is used to describe the three essential components of retirement security, those being an employer pension plan, personal savings, and social security. Now, certainly a lot has changed since this concept was introduced generations ago. We recorded this podcast because we believe that individuals can take the broken pieces of this retirement planning metaphor and create a solid approach to their own retirement plan. At the end of our time together, my hope is that you have a better understanding of how the planning environment has changed and what you could do to make the most of this new environment. We'll also discuss how taking some simple steps can help you grow your savings for the long term, how your home could be one way to build up your retirement savings nest egg, and how to maximize your social security benefits for higher lifelong income. So with these points in mind, let's go ahead and get started. When the three-legged concept was first introduced generations ago, many employers provided pension benefits to their employees, banks offered healthy returns on savings, and social security was seen as a solid base from which to structure a retirement plan. Now, the foundation upon which this concept was developed has materially changed in the past few decades. For example, defined benefit pension plans used to be a key component of the three-legged retirement stool. Pensions accounted for 70% of retirement plans in 1975 for companies with 100 or more employees. Now, by 2017, this figure fell to 9% and remains in decline as employers increasingly shift their preference from defined benefit to defined contribution plans like 401k and 403b plans. Now, this means that individual workers are increasingly responsible for navigating sophisticated investment options, determining appropriate contribution amounts, and working through tax consequences and their crucial distribution choices related to defined contribution accounts. Now, it goes without saying that planning for retirement is much more complicated than it used to be. In terms of saving for the future, changes in the financial system have made it challenging to grow your money through a simple bank deposit. Let's look at an example. From 1980 through the start of the global financial crisis, bank deposit rates averaged 6.5%. Since then, the amount of annual interest that your savings might accumulate through a bank account has fallen to less than 1%. Without a doubt, using a simple savings account to shore up your retirement is more challenging in today's environment. Well, how so? Well, with the average deposit rate of one half of 1%, it'll take you 144 years to double your money held in a savings account compared to just 11 years a few decades ago. Now, taking into consideration the detrimental effects of inflation, if you rely on a standard bank savings account to grow your money, there's a good chance that a dollar saved today likely won't go as far into the future. Finally, it likely will come as no surprise that expected future Social Security benefits are increasingly coming under pressure. Now, Social Security was once seen as the most solid leg of the retirement planning stool. Yet by some estimates, reserves needed to pay Social Security benefits in the future likely will be depleted by 2035. And this outlook comes from the government themselves. What's clear is that Congress must act soon to prevent the Social Security program from going bankrupt. Now, while this entitlement program surely remains an important political debate topic, the program we know today might look much different in the future. This view underscores yet another set of uncertainties about income benefits and how they will be calculated for individuals in the future. Now, given this backdrop, you can likely see how the three-legged stool that had helped many individuals secure retirement in the past is less secure for future generations. So what can you do to secure your retirement plan in light of this crumbling three-legged stool? While the task at hand will not be easy, there are a few things that you can do to repurpose some of the original intent behind the three-legged stool to overcome today's retirement planning obstacles. Let's start by examining how you can do this today. Now, as we discussed earlier, companies are increasingly offering their workers retirement benefits through defined contribution plans like 401k and 403b accounts. The issue with these plans is that they require substantially more involvement from their workers. And because defined contribution plans put the retirement onus 
In your court, one of the most vital things you could do to rebuild this critical component of the retirement savings tool is to begin saving as soon as possible. Now, in previous reports, we showed how a steady contribution rate, a modest return, and a little time could help you grow your savings for the long term. So what difference can a few years make? And why should you get started earlier? Well, rather than telling you about the benefits, let's look at an illustration that lays out the opportunity cost of delaying retirement savings. Now, let's assume that you contribute $500 per month toward your defined contribution account starting at the age of 25 with the plan to retire at 70. Now, earning an average annual return of 5.5%, by the time you retire at the end of 45 years, you could end up with nearly $1.2 million in savings. Now, less than a quarter of this amount, just $270,000, is the original principal that you originally contributed to that account. So what this means is that much of your gains over the 45 years have come from the effects of compounding. So how does the situation look if you delayed retirement savings by, let's just say, a decade, just 10 years? Well, if you decided to delay your retirement contributions by 10 years, using the same assumptions as before, you could end up with almost half the amount saved compared with starting 10 years sooner. This illustration shows that how you may have accumulated $600,000 over the period of 35 years instead of accumulating $1.2 million over 45 years. In fact, if we continue this illustration by delaying savings by 10-year increments moving forward, we find that the amount saved continues to decline at a precipitous rate. The point here is that if you're looking for a simple way to get on the right track towards retirement security, start by saving early. Certainly, the power of compounding requires three simple components, a contribution rate, a return, and some time. Now, of these three factors, the decision to begin your savings journey is the one that is the easiest to control. It is an important reason why starting now is critical to building the first leg of a retirement savings tool. Now, establishing savings outside of an employer retirement plan is another essential part of the retirement planning tool. Now, as we pointed out before, merely parking your money in a bank account won't generate the kind of savings benefits that may have been available decades ago. In fact, allowing your money to accumulate in a bank account alone over the past 10 years may have left you off worth financially when accounting for the effects of inflation. So where else can you store your money for savings growth while preserving your purchasing power of savings? Well, consider the fact that everyone needs a place to live, and there are certainly many trade-offs between renting and owning a home. On the one hand, renting means that there's no or little maintenance costs, and it gives you the option to relocate when your life circumstances change. Now, on the other hand, rent payments are effectively a 100% loss on your financial savings. Now, certainly there are some costs associated with homeownership. Even so, the fact is that each month, a portion of your monthly payment goes towards building equity that you can use in the future. And the longer that you pay down your mortgage, the higher the part of your payment goes towards building up that equity or that savings in your house. Now, while the housing market has experienced price volatility over the years, history has shown that at a national level, home values continue to rise over time at a rate that outpaces inflation. What this means is that making a simple decision to own versus rent might enable you to build savings that are preserved against the ravages of inflation. So how can home ownership specifically benefit you in retirement? Well, assuming that your mortgage is paid off by the time you retire, a couple of benefits tend to accrue. First, you need a place to live during retirement, and owning your home outright is a way to insure against rising housing costs over time. In fact, owning a home and paying off your mortgage as you enter retirement could lead to housing expenses falling by 20 to 30%, depending on the size of your pre-retirement mortgage payments. Another retirement benefit of ownership is the value stored up in your home equity. So you might choose to downsize your home in retirement, for example. And if you decide to purchase a less expensive home, the difference between your sale price and the purchase price of your new home can lead to cash savings that are available for retirement savings. Now, as of 2020, the IRS allows married couples filing jointly to avoid paying taxes on gains of up to $500,000 on the sale of their primary home. Now, this potential tax gain illustrates how homeownership is another way to shore up a crucial leg of a retirement planning stool, notably by enabling savings in a low interest rate environment. Now, Social Security is the final but foundational leg of your retirement planning stool. 
As we discussed earlier, this government program is likely to face a number of challenges in the years to come. While some individuals argue that Social Security will eventually fail and possibly uh, there will be no outcome from Congress, we believe that the Congress will act in some way to change this vile program, either by reducing future benefits, increasing taxes, or some combination of the two. So what can you do to make the most of this critical part of your retirement plan in light of the ongoing uncertainty surrounding this entitlement program? Well, first, it's vital to note that the choice you make between taking Social Security benefits sooner rather than later can mean the difference between thousands of dollars in lifetime income. As of 2020, the Social Security full retirement age is between the ages of 66 and 67, depending on the year you were born. Now, FRA represents the age at which you may receive full benefits based upon your income history. Now, the Social Security Administration allows you to begin taking benefits as early as 62, so long as you meet certain criteria. However, taking Social Security before your FRA or full retirement age means that you'll be receiving less of a benefit than you otherwise would. For example, compared to waiting until the age of 70, taking your retirement benefits at 62 could mean the loss of a lifetime income of $180,000. This outcome assumes that your salary at the age of 40 is around $100,000 and that that you receive retirement benefits until the age of 90. And the point here is that if you plan to incorporate Social Security benefits as part of your retirement plan, then a simple act of waiting can shore up the foundational leg of your retirement savings plan stool. Certainly, the road to retirement is not as straightforward as it used to be. There was a time when the simple concept of the three-legged stool included employer, financial institution, and government support that could ensure that individual financial comfort was achieved throughout retirement. By many measures, the structures making up the legs of this metaphorical stool are broken today. Now, establishing a sense of retirement security has increasingly become the responsibility of individuals for once-trusted financial, government, and business institutions. If you want to rebuild your retirement planning stool, then you'll need to start by taking a more active role in your employer retirement plan and crucially begin your contributions much sooner rather than later. And while bank deposits are meager today by historical standards, responsibly using your home in a way to store up inflation-protected value might provide you with a useful cash resource as you near retirement. Finally, Social Security benefits aren't likely going away soon, but you can make the best of an uncertain system by maximizing the benefits available to you throughout your retirement. Either way, taking some simple steps today can help you rebuild a broken retirement stool to suit your individual needs in this complex and challenging economic environment. Well, that's it for now. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Phi Mastery podcast. To learn more about our research, visit us at phimastery.com or email us at questions at franklinmadisonadvisors.com. Until next time, I'm Peter Donisanu, wishing you and yours abundant health and prosperity as you pursue your own financial independence journey. Buy Mastery Podcast is brought to you by Franklin Madison Advisors, Inc. Franklin Madison Advisors is a registered investment advisor firm with its registration and principal place of business in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Registration of an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. This commentary and forecast are limited to the dissemination of general information pertaining to Franklin Madison Advisors investment advisory services and general economic and market conditions and are subject to change without notice. The information shared today is not intended to be personal, legal, investment, or tax advice or a solicitation to buy or sell any security or engage in a particular investment strategy. For additional information about Franklin Madison Advisors, including fees and services, please contact Franklin Madison Advisors or refer to the investment advisor public disclosures.